Welcome to Heart Shaped Leaves After Dark Podcast. Thank everyone for tuning into the show today. Uh, be sure and hit the like and subscribe button and click that bell so you don't miss any of our uploaded content, any future content. Uh, hashtag free Cletus. And uh, multiple interactions with the video help us out with the matrix, I mean, excuse me, the YouTube algorithm. So uh, if you like the video, throw a couple of comments down there about whatever we're talking about. That kind of helps us out. And be sure and check out our merch. We have a link in the description where we have merch, which is short for merchandise, in case you didn't know that. And uh, also Rachel's vlog channel, Rachel's So-Called Life, is up and running. It's been up for a few weeks now. She has two videos, one of which is how do you wipe your butt with long nails. So be sure and check some of that out. And uh, today's episode is Monsanto, Bill Gates, and your mom walk into a bar. Yeah. But before we get to the main topic, we'd like to kind of do a little rewind on what happened. Uh, We're going to talk about what happened last week. First of all. But we need to talk about what happened last night. You sound like you're introducing strippers. And welcome to the stage, Candy. Welcome to Ashley Jugs. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley Jugs. I just, I don't know. Oh, like that came out of nowhere. Severely doubt that. Yeah, your brain isn't that super creative in that department. I'm very creative. I don't know what you're talking about. I know I know slang names for boobs. You're creatively <laughs> critical is what you are. You find new and exciting ways to criticize every single day. Yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, we were going to talk about last night. So last night we went out and ate. We went out and had uh, hibachi. At our at our local hibachi grill, which is which is delicious, and we haven't had it in a while because her taste buds have not been working right, and uh, she's about fifty percent on her taste buds, and that's about as long as I can go without having uh, some some sushi and some hibachi. So as we had a great night, it was delicious food, and as we were leaving, with, there's ice everywhere, so I went and got the truck. I pulled up to the little awning where they where you can come in and go out. And she was waiting inside the door because she can't handle the cold. So I'm pulling up, and I pull up, and I stop, and I see her there, and she doesn't come out, which is unusual. <laughs> so I wait, and I wait, and I wait. It's not that long, but it felt like it was about 30 minutes. And I was just to the point where I was picking up my phone to call her and say, uh, excuse me, do you not recognize the truck, or what's going on here? And then she comes out strutting like a freaking peacock. Okay, I mean, she is strutting. She's got the hand going out like she's making clearing path because here I come. You know, she's doing this number. Yeah. And what happened? While he, what was the I was cause actually, of the delay? I was holding myself with one hand like this, and then I was going like this with the other hand, and I was just walking out like that. Sassy <laughs> as all get out. You could tell something had just lit her fire. I had my first fan interaction when I was at uh, the Hibachi uh, and her name is Jessica Ann Cloud. So shout out to Jessica. She came up to me, and I'm standing there, and I'm staring <laughs> out the door, and I'm waiting for Casey to go get the car. And she taps me on the shoulder, and I wasn't wearing my mask because I have a hard time keeping track of it. Once we put it down to eat, you know what I mean? Like I put forget. Purse, like yeah. I go back to 1995, and I forget. And she walked up to me and tapped me, and at first I thought this is going to be a mask. 
this is going to be a mask altercation. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, Another one. And I don't, no, no, no. And I don't want that. You know, like I did not want a mask altercation. You weren't doing it on purpose. And she didn't look like a Karen or anything like that. It was just, I was zoned out in my own world and I get a tap on the shoulder and I put two and two together really quick and was like, oh Here shit. We Here we go. And she was like, do you have a YouTube channel? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, are you heart shaped, please? And I was like, yes. Y'all, I had no makeup on. Like, my first fan interaction was everything that I thought it would be because I just knew that I would get popped out in public with no eyebrows, no makeup. I'm talking. Your regular reading glasses. Your reading normal, glasses, not your fancy no mascara. Ones. Like before, Casey wanted to go out per usual. He's like, I want to go somewhere, and I'm like, you know what I mean. And then I'm like, and I'm well, like, you've had all day. <laughs> I've been at work all day. It's six o'clock. What do you What do you mean? Don't start your shit. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna go as I am. I had been working really hard out in the garage, cleaning up everybody uh, else's messes, this stuff is like studio dried ass worms all over the floor that I swept up everywhere. Anyways, working hard and um, didn't feel like getting ready before we went out. And of course, that's my first fan sighting. Like I couldn't have looked any more rough. So So what was her? She was like, I saw your sweatshirt. And then you could tell she almost didn't think it was me because I looked that rough. You know what I mean? Like, so you know, she when wasn't you prepared see, for a yes answer. She, I don't think she knew what was going. She was like, "It looks like her. Maybe it's her evil twin sister." <laughs> you know, but I was like, "Yeah," and she goes, "Oh my gosh, I saw your merch, and then I put two and two together, and her little hands were shaking, and I was just like, and she, you said she wasn't making sense. She started talking, then kind of, yeah, she was just kind of all over the place, and I was you like, could tell she was nervous. I did the Burt Kreischer, and I was like, "You want a picture?" <laughs> Do you want to take a picture? Well, you didn't take your shirt off like Burt Crasher. Thank right, God. but we took a picture, and she was like, yeah, we took a picture together. And then she was like, she was like, oh, my God, it was so nice to meet you. I live, I think she said she lived in Salisaw. Uh, which is three towns I'm over not sure if she even said Salisaw because we were both a little shook, you know. She was shook. I was shook. Everybody was shook. So when I walked out, yeah, I was high-stepping it for sure. She looked like she was and walking down the – Casey. Uh, <laughs> catwalk you know couldn't believe casey wasn't in there to see that shit yeah and i can't believe she didn't call me and say hey you need to come in for a second i didn't have the wherewithal she didn't want me in the picture and plus, I see how this you, works right here could you imagine that second <clears throat> secondary sighting story where she was like yeah i saw this girl that i saw on youtube and her name's heart shape leaves and she was so excited that i recognized her she called her husband to come in yeah. and check Clearly, it out Clearly, she's not used Look, to this sort of thing i don't think oh, that you're trying to play good. it cool I have to try to play it so cool. So playing it cool means leaving your myself. husband out. Huh? Leaving your husband out is what, for all you know, she's a fan of the podcast, hey, which is half me. You left, you, the, know. you left the presence of the madam for whatever reason. Even if you, you were doing the, the madam's you, chariot You were doing ready. the bidding of the madam, but you miss out. Sometimes you do the bidding of the madam and you miss oh, out. Oh, us working you know day guys mean? at the bottom, we just have a hard time with it, man. I prefer the term peons. <laughs> Oh, mercy. Yeah, I was hyped for the rest of the night. You couldn't well, tell me shit. Well, in all fairness, shit. if I would have gotten excited and walked in also, then there's no telling what I would have said. And uh, <laughs> she may have been an X-Man by the time I got done talking. No shit. 
Casey gets nervous and he's got severe Sometimes, diarrhea yeah, of the mouth. I'm better at it, but there's been a couple of times where I was like, started talking and I'm, I'm in the back of my mind, I'm saying, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Let me just up. put it like And her this. face is saying, shut up, but my mouth <laughs> has a mind like of this. its own sometimes. I've been in an evening gown before. Oh, Lord. On Casey's arm, okay, at a party. Looking good. Never, and by the way, can you imagine <laughs> looking at me? Like, I have no makeup on right now either. I clearly don't give a shit anymore. 2021, welcome to the party. But when we were however. over there, however, when we were at that party, it was a Christmas party for his work. I saw that, I mean, it was one of the first times we'd ever been together and I get to the party, and I guess that's why he was nervous. But the shit that came out of your mouth, it was devastating. The, devastating what he'd said. And I was like, it wasn't devastating. Babe, it was just not I have never looked that cute and stood next to someone saying that much dumb shit. <laughs> Man, I would like to just really argue that point, but it was pretty. It was, was so bad. It was that was the, it was one of those few moments. I don't have many of those. Let's face it, but I've had a couple of really bad ones where it's just like that's how good the sex is. Wow, yeah, <laughs> you got to really kinda, yeah. a lot of mountains to climb socially. <laughs> I got a lot of crap to make up for. <laughs> there is a back end on that because otherwise it would have been like Rachel with all the red flags. What were you thinking? And well, he's got a little wiener, so I wasn't thinking a whole lot. I'll tell you that wasn't doing a whole lot of thinking. I am now, so you know, no buyer's remorse or anything. I wouldn't say that, but I do think we will about, never forget that interaction, though. We may forget no. the exact words that were said, but not the. I may not. You may Let's have. Don't them, then. I won't. It was just awful. What an awful, awful thing. I don't even know what I was getting so, at when we started all that. But Your yeah. fan interaction. Oh, the fan interaction. About me getting in. you not asking me because I might yeah. ruin the whole process. Yeah. So I was just high all night on that interaction. And I hope that she enjoyed it. I don't know. I looked like, ugh, guys, I look like hammered hell in a sack. Her version is, <laughs> I saw this chick that I watch on YouTube, some local yokel. And she she looked wouldn't like shut shit. up. She acted like this was a big deal. I was like, please leave me alone. I shouldn't have brought it up. That's I her, that's her awesome. angle. I enjoyed it. It was nice. I felt like the she plant, was, madam, for a minute. Oh for just Lord. a for just a moment in time. I see, I can't interact with, with my peeps. I can't interact with my dirty plant hose. I can't interact with my enthusiasts because ever since not face to face, yeah. Not face not to face yet. because well, and that's how I want to interact with people. Interacting with people over Zoom is hard. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm mute everything. Oh, my God. Interacting <laughs> over online is hard. And I go full body sweats anyways with social interaction. So it's it's just too hard over Zoom. Once you get in front of someone, you chill out a lot faster, right? Over Zoom, it's like the whole time. You know, it's really hard to kind of come down. But speaking of Zoom and my celebrity encounter this morning – I attended a meeting for the American Begonia Society that was hosted by Don Miller and Steve Dar- and Steve and uh, Darren Heppel, you know, our boo. And they did a really good job. I thought it was pretty interesting. I was like, there was no one talking in the chat, right? So I was like, I'm just going to light this chat up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to make this chat interesting. I figured a couple of my hoes were in there. You know, I couldn't see because I didn't pull up the grid view. Like, they all posted in the Facebook group where they had spotted they spotted me in there. But uh, I didn't pull up the grid view. I didn't see anybody. I could see a couple of names that I recognized, obviously, in the chat. But some asshole in the chat group messaged me, direct message. You know how you can send, like, 
Well, in the chat, you could send a direct message to somebody or you could post it to everybody. And this asshole was like, your lame chat comments are ruining the presentation. And I was... What kind of things were you saying? Well, it could be classified as lame, I guess, but there was nothing happening in the chat. You know, it's like, why is there a chat box? Is there a chat box just so educated folks like yourself can speak? Or is there a chat box so all of us can speak? Can the can the pedestrians say something? Oh, I'm sorry. Are oh, we too, you are we too young that, of an audience you for misunderstood you? Misunderstood that it was not free speech. Is it not sixty? Is it yeah. sixty plus Begonia Society only? He's one of those dickhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I wrote down his name because he pissed me off so bad, and I was like, I'll be sure and shout you out, asshole. His name was Doug Han, and I'm not going to go tell Doug. you how to spell that because maybe that'll protect him a little bit. But Doug Han is a dick. And that, if that could be my title for this episode without YouTube demonetizing it, that would be the title for this episode. <laughs> Doug Hand is a dick. Yeah. So I messaged him back, and I was like, uh, if you don't like me chatting, then close your chat window. And then I was like, I'll be sure and give you a shout-out, Buzzkill. Yeah. Loser. Douchebag. Douchebag. What a jerk. I'm all trying to get, I'm trying to get hype over begonias in here. I'm trying to hype everybody else up about, you know how many 60-pluses were in there? They probably enjoyed watching the chat. Yeah, or else they didn't even know what the chat was. I'm sorry. If you show me a 16-gallon Milana Balada begonia, I'm going to have some things to say in the yeah. chat. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't know it was going to be an OnlyFans yeah. video where they were going to be showing me begonia nipples and penises. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know. Big. And then they want me to not hit the chat. Begonias. You want me to not hit the chat, you know? <laughs> I haven't been practicing typing with one hand my whole life for nothing. It's all for these ABS society meetings. Yeah. You know, but anyways, so that happened and they talked a little bit about how to um, cross pollinate the begonias and things like that. I'm still, it seems really easy to collect the pollen from one begonia and then put the pollen on a female flower of another begonia, right? It seems easy enough, but whenever I've tried to do it and then I'll tell someone that I'm trying to do it, they'll always say, oh, well, you can't, you can't cross that begonia with this begonia. Because that's a Rex, and this one's a cane. Or you can't, you can't cross this with this, because this is rhizomatious, and this is Rex. And I don't get it. Like, I've tried to read the literature, but my brain won't clock in. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, it won't retain, it. retain or process the information. And plus, when you're reading that kind of literature, a lot of times they, um, they use a lot of really scientific words. So if you're not... If you're not a botanist, it's it's hard to read it, you know, not because, I mean, I am after midnight, <laughs> <laughs> but not any other time. No. So, you know, do some pollinating here and there. My butterfly hatched. Did you tell you guys about my crapotillers that I Who ordered? Who noticed it? Who paid so much attention to it that they noticed it? You noticed it first. I have, right I've had my firstborn painted lady butterfly. I thought that I ordered monarchs and painted ladies. You did. But I didn't. No. No, sir. They're two painted ladies because the caterpillars look the same. The chrysalis look the same. Everything looks the same. Monarchs are like bright yellow and black caterpillars. They didn't... And I, when well, they one 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 of them one group of them had the the shiny gold spotches both of them. splotches did they both do that mm-hmm. okay. yeah and when they first sent them to me the caterpillars were so tiny they were like a quarter of an inch so it was impossible to tell like I thought 
Well, the monarch caterpillars will molt a couple of times, and then they'll start looking more like monarch caterpillars. And someone called it out in the video, and they were like, yeah, that's not monarchs. And I was like, you know what? We're far enough along in this process where I'm going to agree. Those are definitely not monarchs. So, Did you look up what you ordered then and realize that it was? No, because all my stuff's on your stupid They could have sent us the wrong thing. stuff, too, because I'm, I'm pretty sure <coughs> I ordered separate stuff, but, you know. I wanted monarchs, yeah. so well, that's what I tried to I'm order. I'm sure you're going to get some more. Well, this has been really awesome either way, and the first yeah. butterfly popping out, I didn't notice it because last night I was just staring at the cages, and I was like, well. She was still high on being found and, and had that interaction no, with the fan. No. Oh, yeah. No, please, I wasn't. Please, please. I didn't even well, get okay, rubbies we'll last night. If I thought I was a celebrity, how come I didn't get rubbies my, last night? Because I slipped in the ice the, yesterday. Two We're going to get ago, to that next. And uh, I'm hurting. So you had to so, take one day off from your uh, back rubbies. I know. It's terrible. <clears throat> Tell me about it. So when the, the butterfly came out. Boy, old rotten. Last night I was looking at it. I was like, these chrysalises are ruined. Our temperature in our house had gotten cold too many times, and I thought, okay, I made a big boo-boo. I should have kept these chrysalises in a place where I knew that the temperature was going to be constant, which huh, for everybody is a little bit of a gamble. No one's got consistent yeah. temperature in and their house right we had, now. This, this was the week that we had uh, minus 8 degrees right. one night Here, this week. which we Multiple never have. Multiple nights of single, low single digits, so our heater was struggling to maintain 70 degrees right so if you ever uh, watch like roots and refuge and you want to know what it looks like outside i'm not an outdoor cat i'm more of an indoor cat but if you want to know what arkansas looks like outside during this winter blast you can always go check out roots and refuge because she always shows her garden and stuff being completely (laughs) iced over and stuff like that so but my when i was looking at them last night this is the fourth time i've tried to say this if i fail this time i give up i abandon ship I thought they weren't going to come out because of the temperature drop. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, they're all dead. They're all dead. Now I've got to tell everybody on my channel that I've got eight dead chrysalis eye. And they're, everybody's going to be bummed. You know, there's going to be like a mass, there's going to be like a mass depression over it. Not to mention my own amount of depression over it. And then I just kind of stopped looking at them. And this morning, Casey was like, did your deal hatch? And I go, no, I think they're dead. <laughs> it's like, like I don't this think one you. ain't dead. And there was a butterfly on the side of the deal. His wings are all still crumpled up, so he hasn't. But he's clearly but out he's of the clearly cocoon. out of his chrysalis. Chrysalis cocoon. It's not a. It's not a stripper. Chrysalis. It's a chrysalis. Cocoon. <laughs> all right. Agree to disagree. Well. Cletus busted his ass out there on the ice when getting, into truck, yeah. getting into his truck. And I kept telling him, I said, don't wear your dress shoes. Don't wear your dress shoes. Don't wear your dress shoes. Put on some snow boots when you go out there. And then you can change back into your dress shoes. And he's like, they're too hard to get on and off. I was like, all right, whatever. They don't fit my foot. I get them on and I can't get them off. So because I'm such a, I don't even know. You label me in the comment section down below. <clears throat> I'm such a weirdo that while he's walking out to his truck, my brain is going, well, what if he falls and breaks both of his wrists? How is he going to call me? I'm just going to be in here just skipping to my loo, and my I'll husband out there is going to be out there just freezing to death. And this is literally with him walking to the front door. How many yards would you say that is? Uh, 20. <laughs> just walking the length of the house. and, and the. But and the normally, those thoughts come and go. 
They come and They're go. Fleeting. They're fleeting. This time, he comes back in five minutes later. Yeah, I'm in there in making house. my coffee, just do do do. Everything's cool, and here he comes, hobbling, covered in snow. He's like, I fell, and I was like, I knew it. I knew you were gonna fall. <laughs> my gift of anxiety prophecy told me that you were gonna fall out there. Well, the worst thing is, I had, I got, I hurt myself in three different places all over my body. <laughs> Four, I hurt my right heel. That's a good fall. My right heel. Mm -hmm. I hurt my right upper ankle, like a high ankle sprain, Mm -hmm. really bad. And it hurts one direction I push, move my foot. It's excruciating. Yeah. And then I hurt my knuckles, and they're bruised. And I I still, look at that. You still see the three dots. So I got dot, dot, and a dot up here that are bruised. And I had swelling up here. So I must have flailed and hit something. (laughs) But the worst part is my son has a canoe that he just kind of leaves on the carport ground. And, he and should it's about move somewhere else, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's okay now because what are the chances of it causing a problem again, you know? But it's it, it's on the ground right beside where I park, and there's probably four foot of clearance there. It's, it's not in the way. But when I slipped and fell, I, my hip and my left rib cage, lower rib cage, landed on the side of the canoe. So that didn't feel so very good. So you got good. all banged up. So I got all banged up. And now the pain is kind of moving to the right side of my body. So I'm assuming that I'm overcompensating for the left side being hurt. And now I'm going to have the overcompensation pain. So can't catch happened. a break. Can't catch a break. Can't catch a damn break. And I was getting these crazy dried out. I've been having like a weird dryness <laughs> yeah. issue. Like. I've turned into a reptile this yeah. week. My skin just started, mm-hmm. looked like I had complete sunburn. My face went red, and I didn't spend any time out in the snow. I know you can get reflect because it was super bright. You just got chapped. So the I low had to have just been chapped between the wind and the cold and being out a little bit in the snow. It just blistered my face, dried my whole sinuses and everything out. I started getting these crazy nosebleeds like gushers. I'm yeah. sitting there. We were sitting there having <laughs> dinner, and then all of a sudden, just like, Someone turned on the faucet. I'm sitting there eating, and then here they come. So I had like three or four of those that were major, uh, and they fortunately they stopped. Casey so gets real fussy. Week. Casey gets real fussy real about fussy. about his plate when he sits down to eat. He's oh, pretty man. fussy. Like if he needs to get up and go get something, like uh, oh shit, sorry, I gotta move this because I'm gonna end up yanking it off the table. Yeah, we can't hear you. If he has to get up and go get a napkin or something, he's pretty cross. Not cross, but he's just like, damn it. You know, he's, he I just had wants to. my food to, at the right temperature. And then, boom, when he busted the nosebleed, I've never seen someone be so pissed off to have a nosebleed before because it came between him and his food. <laughs> yeah. And so it was happening of- so often that I was like, you're not, I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want to because I could just see me closing my eyes for five seconds and ending up with blood in my mouth somehow, and I'll pass on that. So until those active nosebleeds pass, we're going to have to lock it up. Uh, They've already passed, (laughs) and uh, we have unlocked the door, thank God. But uh, I ain't trying to get blood on, you know? But I had had it for about four or five days, and I had one at work that was just terrible. And It's just like I'm sitting at my desk, and it's the first one I had, and, you know, I don't normally have nosebleed type issues, so. I hope people aren't like grossing out over your several recounts of hey, your nosebleed. I'm just saying, I'm sitting there at my desk and I don't recognize the sensation that I'm feeling. So I was like, 
am I having a runny nose? This seems like an excessive runny nose, and, you know, you kind of wipe your nose on the back of your hand. I think you're a little rough on your nose if you want to be honest about it. Well, I like rub, like my nose will itch, so I like rub it real hard like that. Aggressively. I think your nose is done putting up with that shit. Anyway, I bled all over the place all the way into the bathroom, and it was quite embarrassing. Had blood all over my shirt. I was, I was trying to figure out what I was going to say if someone, because no one saw me, but I was going to say, yeah, you should see the other guy. You know, I had, you a, said, I had a little. You should have said the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. I haven't seen Fight Club. <laughs> Crap, that would have been a good one. That's on my list of things I need to see. Anyway, that's all over with. Thank God. I wanted to clear up something about the black soldier fly larva slash uh, Oh, that old, Oh, that old hat. <clears throat> Yeah, it, it it was obvious by the comments that everyone thought that I wanted those flies free-ranging in the house. That's not what I was getting at. I have a container, and then I was going to build like a net over the top for them to fly and reproduce and have more lar- baby larvae in the enclosure, in this net that I was going to frame out, and all self-contained. So everything would be in this container, and this net enclosure, like a butter, like a larger butterfly enclosure, but they weren't going to be out. So the, I wasn't arguing that we should have the flies and everything loose just loose in the house flies. because I have seen a video on YouTube of a guy that had a room that did that, and it was just like an infestation. So that's not what I was getting at. So I wanted to clear that up. I'm he was not probably crazy. stitching people's skin together in the next room. <sighs> there, there's people that just, just go to YouTube and look at it. There's people that do some crazy stuff, Nobody like millions of them. Millions of them, and I don't know how you ever get rid of it once it's there. I mean, you'd have to, like, you know, fog it or something. you have to get a divorce. <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy. So, clearly, I wasn't <laughs> talking about that. But, uh, anyway, I wanted to clear that up. Uh, uh, when you're trying to work through your list, you are not – never mind, go ahead. What? I was trying to make re- jokes, oh. and you're just, like, looking at the ceiling and shit and just – Oh, don't was, interrupt me, was, you callous bitch! I, I'm trying to get through my list of I did not proprieties say that here out loud. I know, no shit. <laughs> no, I was focusing because I wanted to be clear this time. Because I think everyone thinks <laughs> that I was just some nasty uh, skank wanting flies all over the place. So, well, you're not a nasty yeah. skank, and anybody that says that, I'll beat the brakes off of them. Okay. Number two, I'm still not okay with it, even with the net, and I understand that I'm doing butterflies, and I can see how that might be a double standard, so be it. You can leave a comment down below. Does the fly net change your opinion about the breeding of black soldier larvae inside of a home? I'm going to say a home because our home's out of the question. It's in the studio out here in the garage. No, no, no. You already said no. You said outdoors only. We had this discussion. But now that I'm... You were having a weak moment. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe it'd been I, I a few days. I, I retract that. That's not officially <laughs> on the record. That was an off-the-record comment. But I Wrong. will say that my, I started my... Uh, did, you, did you move my worms over there where I can't get to them? I'm the only one who's moved them since you put them in the fracking container. Ooh. Fracking is an okay word to use. Right, you can say fracking because they said it on Battlestar Galactica. Because you fracking put it together and you didn't fracking do anything with it and you left it in my fracking plant room. Yeah, and I didn't get the lid on it real good, so we got some worms in the house. So whoopsie daisy on Look, that one. If you were super OCD about your hobbies, it'd be one thing, okay? But you and I and everybody who's watching this knows that you're not. So maybe don't go with that kind of stuff if you're not super OCD about your hobbies. When you're retired, all hell's going to break loose because there's going to be like 30 to 40 hobbies going on at once, 
actively. And you're just going to be a madman. none of them will get completed. And you're going to be a madman. You're going to be, you know when they go to those hoarder houses and the guy, he's got like all the the lawnmower pieces. And he's like, yeah, but I need this because I'm going to fix this. uh, (laughs) That's going to be you with like different crafts He had like old antique sewing machines that you had to pump the pedal. And he ended up, he he repaired a couple of them. And then my mom sold them on some auction site local. And then all of a sudden they think they're going to get into that. So, go well, over the there. guy on the show is always like, it's a project. I'm going to finish this project, or I'm going to finish yeah. that it's project. A project. It's to, always a project. To and completely fill up your garage is what it was. The only project he participated in was filling his shit house up yep. with projects. You know what I mean? Yep. And I'm, I can feel myself traipsing along that path a, long, a lot of yeah. times. It's, a, it's a combustible thing if we both do it. It's <laughs> like two people. It's like two special needs children that got together. With you and me, because we're so bachelor esque that we can't even with mm-hmm. like a lot of things, and mm-hmm. then it we don't have the the, the the person here to be like, let's schedule a family photo, yeah, once a year, because I don't I don't operate like that. I'm just not that type of person. I I feel like a te- I feel terrible. We were in Hobby Lobby and I picked up some plant pots and stuff like that. We went down the the picture frame aisle, and I mean, my brain had a heyday with me. Tell me about what a piece of shit I am and how, you know, I'm a bad mom and I'm a bad wife and I'm just bad everything. And because I don't have photos of everybody all over the house, which to be fair, when, when I was coming up, it was the transition from regular brick phones into smartphones. Mm-hmm. Okay. This transition happened during my junior and senior year of high school. And I was very opposed to it. Obviously, everybody was doing it. I didn't want to do it. And I always felt like every time someone had a camera out, I was always like, can we just have a moment? Can we just do this? You know, can we just not, can we have a, I always felt weird when someone in my family close to me would always take a camera out at every single moment. It's like, can I not just, I didn't like it. And I'm on YouTube. Makes no sense whatsoever. It has no, no continuity here. Okay. I'm just saying I didn't get in the habit of every time there was an event to take a picture, take a camera out, take a camera out, take a camera out. And it just never stuck. And now here I am with a limited amount of photographs because I don't ever think about it. What I have been doing is setting up a video camera. So we set up the video camera for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So everybody opened their – and I think that's a better way to do it because I'm so excited and giddy in the moment of whatever we're doing. The thought of pulling my camera out doesn't come across my mind. I'm You're not in the moment. I'm not being a jerk. I just don't think about it, you know. And I feel bad because someone will be like, "Hey, pull out your phone," and I'm like, "Shit, yeah. of course, pull out my phone. Duh. Duh, pull my phone out. Damn." My son had to remind me. My older son went and got his ear pierced. And when we were there, my younger son reminded me. He's like, "Take your phone out," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I was so enthralled in the moment of him actually committing to doing it because he's threatened to do it like 12 times that I didn't even think to pull my camera out. And that's awful. Awful human terrible. being. Terrible. Terrible, awful. Terrible. A bad woman, that's yeah. for sure. I don't fit the criteria, I would say. Well, we you know? do have a lot of stuff going on. We get easily distracted. And we're uh, just bad. Yeah. i just pretty convinced to... we're just bad. Yeah. 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 So... The next thing I want to talk about before we get over to your Monsanto. Uh, Which I don't stuff. want to do. You guys are making me talk about Monsanto. I'll just let yeah. you know that. Uh, I did want to do a quick review on Cobra Kai. Oh, my so God. Cobra Kai is uh, a kicky-punchy show. 
that uh, we've had a lot of fun with, even though Rachel doesn't watch it. Uh, it started off as a YouTube original series for the first two seasons, and then uh, the YouTube's getting out of that sort of thing, so they sold it off to Netflix, and season three is on Netflix only. So I'm early stages of season two. So they brought back Ralph Macchio, who was Daniel LaRusa in the original Karate Kid, and then they brought back the, his nemesis, which was Johnny Lawrence. I forget what the guy's real name is, but both of those two guys, the actors, are in the show. And uh, without giving too much away from it, the, the general consensus is in the old Karate Kid, Daniel LaRusso was the poor kid in Reseda, and Johnny Lawrence was raised in the rich home and had a every, everything going for him. And then they fought in the karate tournament, and Daniel LaRusso kicked him in the nose and won the third point. And, you know. Quick question. Yep. When the first Karate Kid came out, how did you feel about it? I liked it. Were you in into it, into it, or did you just like it? I watched it a lot, so I, I don't Cause know. Because you hadn't gotten to your own kicky punchy no. stage no. at that point. Got no, it. but okay. I always wanted to take Resume. karate as a kid. Resume. Always wanted to. Anyway, but your mom and dad wouldn't let you because it was hyper violent. I, I, I don't. I just they just didn't do it. We just didn't. I don't know why. There was no effort put into finding a, a, a dojo. Uh, there was no. It just didn't happen. And I was a kid and. You know, I can't make it happen as a kid. Anyway, so the premise of this one is uh, they're both older, and their their lives have reversed. So the Daniel LaRusso, after that, became a successful businessman, opened up a big car dealership, and he's making he's now he's the rich kid. His his children are driving BMWs, and he's the rich kid. And Johnny Lawrence fell hard on his luck after that, and he's uh, just barely surviving, living in a really rough situation. Electric's getting cut off, the whole nine. His life's falling apart. He had a wife and kid. And the kid won't have nothing to do with him, and then he's in a bad situation. So he restarts his the uh, Cobra Kai dojo, and that's the premise of the show. Uh, they they've got a weird dynamic between the two of them because they interact a lot and they kind of hate each other, but then they go out and have drinks and, and they, they kind of love reminisce. each other too. It's a really really cool element that they've done there, and you can't help but like the Cobra Kai kids. Uh, but you also like the Daniel LaRusso and and, and uh, all that. So I would just say right now I would give it probably four and a half stars. It's wow. that good. And the only reason I don't, I don't give even it five know stars, why you're taking a half a point off of there. Only re- I'm getting ready to say it. I'm glad you asked. It has a little. There's there's certain episodes that have a little bit of like a teenage show, teenage kid show, where it's a lot of focus on the kid, the the teenagers and their boyfriend and their and their party they're going to. Uh, they weave a little bit of the of the kicky punchy into it, but some episodes kind of go a little bit more to the teenage kids. Question. So I, I kind of get bored with that because obviously I'm not a teenager. Who do kid. you think this? show was made for do you think it was made for adults or teenagers well i think there was an element i think it was both i think they're trying to get the nostalgic people that like the original karate kid that's why they brought back the two main actors Mm -hmm. and they're trying to bring in a younger generation of kids that get involved in all the high school parties and all of this so i think that's what they're trying to do excuse you excuse me but and i think they're doing a good job it's a great show uh the 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 writing and the storylines are excellent uh and I, I liked everything about it, surprisingly. I'd heard good things about it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to start another show. And uh, it's been really, really good. So if you like the original Karate Kid movie, or if you just kind of like kicky punchy stuff, it's really good. I would highly recommend it. I'm in the middle, probably third, third or fourth episode of season two. 
You can tell Casey got a lot of good reviews on his last video because he won't shut the hell up. He will not stop talking. It's like, oh, we love the voiceover, Casey. Uh, uh. And now he thinks his shit doesn't stink and that he gets well, to talk for the entire podcast. Well, now we both think our shit stink because you got found out last night at the restaurant. And uh, so now we both are just... Are, you wish you would have got room, recognized. You know what? It's shunned. probably glad actively you did, did not get actively shunned. Did you call shunned. me in for the, for the photo? No. You didn't need to be there. I, there was a placeholder. What Here's where Cletus should be, but he's let not me here go get because my, I refuse to call him. Let me go get my producer. Yeah, I, I mean, want. what does that even mean? Like, what do you need to be in the picture for? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? You're a nobody. How dare you even consider being in my should I photograph go get, should I my go get, fan? Should I go get my maid, too? And the driver and everybody else? Should Garcon. we all? My chef? Should we all just get together and take a photo? God. Get over yourself. And you wonder why people don't they come down <laughs> on my side of the fence. They don't people don't quite they're not quite sure if you're joking or not. So they're like, boy, she's kinda mean to him. I sleep with him every single night. I put up yeah. with his cover farts. I put up with his morning breath. I can tell I can give him whatever ten hundred thousand different kinds of hell I can think of. I'm gonna keep serving it up because y'all don't know what it's like to live with this man. I got video of Worms being all over my floor. If you want to just take a, a a gander at what that looks like, Whatever. horrifying. Let me just tell you, it's horrifying. Well, we better get into Rachel's no, not question. yet. We got one more thing. Not yet. I'm not ready, you guys. I'm not ready. I don't know if I even want to talk about it. I'm just so worried because we never discuss anything like that. Like we we always keep it fresh and light you know and we always keep it fun and i feel like this monsanto thing it's gonna be dark it's gonna be dark-sided and i don't know you know there's dark arts there's definitely strong opinions on both sides (laughs) all right i guess we can get into it all right it's time for rachel's reflections buckle in before let me preface it by giving you the results of the poll yeah uh when i took the screenshot of it it's probably changed a little bit but we had uh 500 and some odd votes, and 64% of you said, I don't really care. Oh, excuse me. The question was, uh, what's the deal with? What are your thoughts on miracle Grow? Miracle That's the Grow. gist of it. Yeah. So, with, uh, yeah, miracle Grow fertilizers. So, 64% of you said, I don't really care what fertilizer I use. 22% of you said, miracle Grow is awesome, and I love it. So, that's 86% right. did, don't care or loved it. Right. And then a very small minority, 8%, said, I have used miracle Grow and I hate it. And 6% said miracle Grow is lame. Right. So there really wasn't a, a like, the product is good, but I hate the company. There wasn't that option, which I think is kind of where we're kind of getting Which probably at. makes people think, well, why are we talking about it? So I made another community post because I didn't know if people, because of the results, right? The mm-hmm. majority of people either didn't care or they liked it. And I thought, well, I didn't know a whole lot about the relationship like between Miracle Grow and Monsanto, but if you guys found it interesting, I wouldn't mind talking about it. So I put out another poll, and I said we had a ton of comments, and I mean the comment section lit up. I'm still getting comments on that community post. I don't even know how that works. Like I don't even know how people are still seeing that community post. It was like what weeks ago at this point? It's quite a bit, several yeah. weeks it's, ago. It, it was week before last. So it seemed to be something that people were really intensely. They had a really intense opinion about, right? And most of the comments were, 
you know, I don't use miracle Grow because they kill birds, and I don't use them because they're affiliated with Monsanto, and Monsanto is bad, and blah, blah, blah. Just some really surficial. did you kill a bird last? No, we didn't eat <laughs> bird <coughs> beef. Sorry. It was kind of just a, not a real deep level anything, just basically people. And then there were some people who were like, I don't even know what Monsanto is. They were commenting back on other people. And then other people were like, oh, well, you're worried about birds being killed? Are you a vegan? Do you not eat? Which is a Which valid is point. Also kind of inflammatory. It's it, Yeah, it's, it's okay. sparking the argument. It's but sparking it, an argument. Anytime but you point out one side's hypocrisy. I found it super interesting, to say the least, that everybody had such a strong opinion on it. And we don't ever talk about, you know, government anything or big corporations anything on this channel. So it's going to be weird. And I just want to preface this with um, any of the, any like the articles that I reference or anything. It's all just basic stuff that I've pulled off of Google. I encourage you, if you disagree with something that I say for the love of God, don't be mad at me. Okay, try to view me as a friend. Okay, we, we come with this from the standpoint that everybody doesn't have to think the same way or just say the don't, same. Don't just don't be mad at me. Yeah. In in lieu of being angry with me, leave a comment down below, okay? And if you want me to read a certain article or if you think everybody else should read a certain article, leave it in the comment section down below because there there's no sense in us all, you know what I mean, like fighting over it. And my word is obviously not the gospel. I have not studied this for any length of time. This is literally just 2 a.m. hungover uh, trying to figure out what the hell is going on between Miracle Grow and Monsanto. Because I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I've kindly, sortly been telling everyone I use Miracle Grow. Right. I think you did a video about it, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. I did a whole video about, you know, like this is the soil I use. Now, I'm not getting paid by Miracle Grow, nor do I ever expect to be after this podcast. Okay, like that's over. Like I, I, when we were watching the Super Bowl the other day, I was like, "Oh God, Miracle Grow, sponsor me!" And then all this shit happened, and I stepped in a big old pile of Monsanto guano, and I really didn't, you know, Yummy. I wasn't really expecting it. But that's what you get for making a community post before you Google. Uh, why does everybody hate Miracle Grow? Because I could probably would have figured it out. From a Google. Well, clearly not everybody hates it because the vast majority of people didn't care or liked it. Yeah. So it's the the people that hate it are are very vocal about it and they are very entrenched in their in their view. But they have some valid points. Yeah, they have a lot of valid points, and um, I think that um, I I wrote down some notes, but it's all weird, and I don't want to be I don't want to read it verbatim, you know, and make things weird. There's a there's a point to that we'll talk about later. Uh, but I just kind of wrote down like like notes, you know, about how um, I'm not a self-admitted super great person. Like if you were going to do uh, some sort of carbon footprint test on me or if you were to, to test all the products in my home for their ethic, efficacy, uh, I would fail magnificently. Okay, so I'm not coming like at ethics, this. The ethics behind the companies the ethics, that we use or whatever. Right, because I'm not. I don't go that deep into being a consumer. I'm just a real surf, surface level consumer. I don't really look into the to the ethics of products. But over the past 20 years, I would say the ethics of companies is starting to become more important to people. I'm not going to get into what ethics or which ethics. I'm just going to say 
that's become important to people. So if like, if you don't, you know, if you don't eat meat or if you're a vegan, it's kind of popular these days to look up and see, you know, is this handbag that I'm buying from, are they using, you know, sustainable materials that aren't harming animals? This is not real leather, you know, that whole type of deal, that whole spiel. Is that real fur? Right. Well, you know, and people still get whack about that, you know? Um, And also, and that's fine. The fact that, um, I also know beyond my, you know, average IQ and not being that great of a person that it's really easy for us to view what someone else is doing and judge them, right? So, um, a lot of times they have like a saying, back when I was growing up, they said, when you know better, you do better. You know what I mean? Well, it doesn't apply to everybody. You know what I mean? Because some people just want to do what they want to do and they don't really care what you've informed them of, Right. That's not me necessarily, but I'm just saying humanity is so full of, like, every different kind of person. You got the kind of people that you can talk to about something like that, and they'll be like, oh, my God, I had no idea, you know? And they're like, oh, I don't want to use that anymore. And then you'll have people who will be, like, arguing with you, you know, and, like, I'm get, I'm using it no matter what, and frack you for having an opinion about it and keep your opinions to yourself. <sighs> All right. I like to watch, um, I'll just talk to you guys because my husband's, I just, I don't even know anymore, you guys. Um, I like to consider myself like a a hillbilly intellectual. So I like to watch a lot of videos on things that I don't really understand, like quantum mechanics, quantum physics, um, you know, Amuamua, you know, aliens, you know. I like to watch a lot of crazy stuff. I don't understand all of it. But I do understand one thing about humanity is that forgiveness, you know, for anything is not something that comes easy to people, right? I mean, we want to say that we forgive easy, right? But we only forgive those that we deem forgivable, right? So if Casey did something, I would be so much more quick to forgive him because he's in my inner circle than I would be to forgive someone else who's not in my inner circle, right? So human nature in itself is just such a cluster fruck, you know, of just completely contradicting emotions and things going on. And not only that, our society at large is super complicated because of it. So you take how, how complicated humanity is with our emotions and our terrible characteristics that we have, like greed and anger and a jealousy and all those things and you pile them up together and then you then you turn that into a corporation and boom I don't even know what ethics is anymore once it gets to that point like how can a whole company have ethics to a certain degree these are just the philosophical questions right so if like if I worked at Miracle Grow this was just a thought I was having if I worked at Miracle Grow and let's say I had a good job I've been working there for like 20 years proud of my proud of where I work Mm -hmm. and then they found out that something like that happened with the bird seed and them knowingly putting chemicals into the bird seed it's like is he unethical if he keeps working there Mm -hmm. are the only what about the scientists who made that choice are they the unethical ones or is miracle grow as a whole the unethical ones did the entire executive branch at miracle grow know that was happening so they're, they're all responsible, but all the workers are not. 
but all the workers are suffering the stock loss, right? So if people stop buying, it's not only the people who made that decision who are getting punished, it's also the other people who work there to feed their families right. who are getting they have punished. Nothing to do with it. And is that ethical, right? So you're when you talk about ethics and business and ethics and stuff like that, there are a lot of people out there right now in this climate that we have going on just only on the internet, by the way, because this climate does not exist in the real world. I would like to report back to you it's from the real media, world. Yeah. I have not been using my phone as much as usual, and I, I promise you in the real world this does not. It's not as prevalent. It's not world. as prevalent, but it does happen. You know what I mean? So people really have to tell you their opinion about everything. Like, they have to do it. You know what I mean? Like, how do I even express this? Like... Everybody online right now has an opinion about everything. And you don't have to ask these bitches for their opinion. They will tell you their opinion. And it don't matter if it's about uh, ethics or government or politics or you name it. You don't have to be curious about what anybody's position is on anything anymore because everybody has diarrhea of the mouth. And they can't stop talking about their views and their personal beliefs and things like that. And that's fine, okay? I get it that that's the new the new thing now. I'm not trying to tell everybody not to do it. I think it's gross. I don't like it. I don't need to know how you feel about everything. I don't give a shit how, you know, politically charged our time is right now. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Those are, when I was growing up, it used to be like, you didn't talk about that stuff because of manners. Like, when I was growing up, you didn't talk about politics. You didn't talk about the what, or you, politics, money, and religion. religion. Those are the three things you weren't supposed to talk about. So, like at the dinner table. and, and So yeah. it's super abrasive to see everybody talking about that in front of me when I grew up, you know, and for me to behave like everybody else would to be my, throw my hat in the ring online in a chat board or whatever and say. Um, chat board. Yeah, That's what, an old term. Whatever. <laughs> on some sort of something and say, hey, this is my opinion. Y'all are making me uncomfortable by telling me all your personal stuff. Could y'all just keep your opinions to yourself, right? Well, that would be me doing the exact same thing that I was telling everybody else to not do. It's like so much more could be had from the society these days if everybody just shut the frack up and started paying attention to what was really going on because there is so much division being sewn into humanity right now, and it's strictly to distract you from what's going on, okay? Because there's much bigger things going on in the world right now other than politics. Now, if you're mad at that statement, be sure and leave a comment down below because we're about to get into Miracle Grow, Monsanto, and your mom, okay? So And Bill Gates. And Bill Gates. So, I first thing Bill that, Gates is just running around trying to back yeah. everybody there, and he's... Y'all, this hole goes so deep and so far, it's it's hard to fathom how interrelated billionaires are, okay? So you start to, you think, okay, miracle Grow is this big, massive corporation, right? And then there's the ortho, orthomax, there's this big corporation, and then there's this, not really. Once corporations get big enough, they start consuming each other. They start, one big corporation will buy out another corporation. That doesn't mean the smaller corporation changes its name. That just means that it's corporately owned by another and still operating under the same name. Right. They're so, buying the brand and some of the intellectual properties. Right. And stuff. So Miracle Grow was actually started by a Holocaust survivor who was doing a lot of mailing plants, a lot like what we do today. Can you believe that? Isn't that crazy? And it was, it was a long time ago. I would, 
I think I'm thinking about linking some of these articles that I'm paraphrasing because we had some creative issues about whether or not I should read the articles or just try to paraphrase them. My brain doesn't work very well, so paraphrasing becomes a little difficult. But um, during the shipping of the plants, this this guy was looking for a way to make the plants perk up a little bit when they got to their destination because plants kind of look like shit when you mail them. Now, when you think back on it, you're thinking, well, I don't know if a dose of fertilizer will really do the trick, but back in the day, they really thought they had something. So he developed um, a fertilizer and named it miracle Grow. okay? Now, he had a German friend who came along and wanted to get into the business with him. And both of them started going around to hardware stores and setting up these beautiful um, marketing little, you know, when you walk into a hardware store, you see those still today where they set up all their products and they're trying to advertise them to you. And the Miracle Grow guys would go around to all these hardware stores and they would set up all these things and they started really growing the Miracle Grow brand. Well, eventually, you know, it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's a multi generational company. So, first, the Miracle Grow uh, went to the son, right? And then it went to the grandson. Okay. Okay. So, Family right here, we're th- it's point. a third generation business. Okay. Help me out with my words here because okay. paraphrasing is hard. You're doing a great job. Thank you. <clears throat> so at some point along the way, Miracle Grow was almost bought by Johnson and Johnson. Okay. They wanted Miracle Grow's product. But Miracle Grow did not want they wanted to be SC Johnson. Okay. They didn't want to be consumed by SC Johnson. They wanted to be SC Johnson. Yeah, I saw that. He just pee peed on something over there. You're a bad dog. You're a really bad dog. So instead of being consumed by S.C. Johnson, what they decided to do was buy other companies like Ortho, okay? So Ortho Max, like a bunch of the pesticide companies, fertilizer companies, miracle Grow started consuming those companies, buying them out, and, and conglomerating this big, gigantic business, okay? Flash forward over time, Bayer... Like Bayer Aspirin. Bayer Aspirin, right? Um, well, that's further, even further down the road. Okay, let's Just start saying. with let's start with Monsanto. Yeah. Okay, so eventually, Monsanto and Miracle Grow started working together. Okay, what if, was Monsanto? That I that I will have to read to you at least the beginning of it because that one's more complicated. But if you guys haven't ever heard of Monsanto, I'll give you a really short. Little deal here. The Monsanto Company was an American agrochemical and agricultural biotechnology corporation founded in 1901. In 2018, it was acquired by Bayer, okay, as part of its crop science division. It was headquartered in Missouri, and Monsanto developed Roundup, okay? Y'all have all heard about the Roundup uh, lawsuits, people dying of cancer from Roundup, allegedly, you know, all that stuff happened on and uh, in the 1970s became a major producer of genetically engineered crops. Now, the reason why everybody hated Monsanto at first was because they started discovering that they were doing these crazy things with pesticides and they were being harmful to humans, right? Well, Monsanto does so, so much more than just that. People talk about how the relationship with small farmers is you know, with Monsanto, how Monsanto is killing the small farmers, they're trademarking seeds, then if they're, somehow their genetics 
flies off into the wind and a small farmer's crop gets somehow cross-pollinated, cross Monsanto goes and takes all that and says, you have to kill this whole crop because it has our genetic material in it, okay? So they use like the trademarks or the intellectual property laws to right. go after And farmers. Monsanto is huge, okay? Monsanto is so big. It's not just the USA, okay? It's Germany. It's Afghanistan. Monsanto is everywhere. It's a global company, okay? And little by little... They are taking control of everything that we eat with genetically modified fruits and vegetables, okay? Very few of the things that we get in our store today are actually heirloom seeds. Most of these things that you get in the grocery store, hell, even the seeds that you buy to go, to go grow them in your own home are genetically modified. In some countries, they say you have to make a label and say that this is GMO, but not, in our, not here, you know? Um, so... They're, they're changing our food as it is completely, right? So imagine that Monsanto is this big, giant blob monster, okay? And so when miracle Grow and Monsanto have like a partnership or they hook up together, right? It's like Monsanto is so, I don't even know how to say this, it's so big, okay, that they were bought by Bayer, okay? You know who Bayer is. Now, why on earth do you not ever hear about Monsanto being up to no good anymore? Well, they're not under the name Monsanto anymore. Now it's Bayer. You know Bayer, like Bayer aspirin? Yeah, children's okay. aspirin, and they got this nice marketing team that makes them seem soft and fuzzy. And Yeah, everything that you, that you thought that you knew about the products that you use, like if people think that they're not using Monsanto products, you are. Um, everybody's like, I don't buy miracle Grow because they're affiliated with Monsanto. Um, in early 2011, someone published a Monsanto food company list to boycott it and continue to circle right up to the last, to the last year in 2012. Uh, the thing is, the list is outdated. So a lot of these stuff, there's tons of things that have been added to the list. But some of these are Monsanto food company brands that are owned by ConAgra. You familiar with ConAgra? They make everything that's in the grocery stores. That's a Monsanto company. So have you ever heard of Act 2? It's like a flea treatment for your dog. Basically, Sorrento, Act 2, Advantix, all of that stuff. Pet medicine, all Monsanto. Uh, uh, what's left of their company? Yeah. Monsanto, Bayer, they're all, it's all one big company, okay? Uh, Andicap candies, <laughs> do you like those? Never heard of Bertoli, that. Blue Bonnet. Butter, with that. Chef Boyardee, Crunch and Munch, Egg Beaters, Fleischmann's, anything Fleischmann's, H.K. Anderson, Healthy Choice, do you like those? Jiffy Pop, Kid Cuisine, Libby's, Mamwich, Marie Callender's, <laughs> P.F. Chang's Home Menu, Pam, Parquet, Peter Pan, Poppycock, I don't know what that is, but I wanted to that say it. That sounds like a bunch of garbage. <laughs> Rotel, you like Rotel, Swiss Miss, Van Camp's, Wesson, and Wolf Brand Chili. I like Wolf uh, Brand Chili. Yeah, just not buying this this article that's kind of giving you a list of all the things and all the products that are made by Monsanto. It says, however, not just not buying anything made by ConAgra is not a total solution, nor is trying to avoid eating th anything from Monsanto's food company. There's a lot more genetically modified seed and farm chemicals used to produce raw food ingredients than those from Monsanto, Okay. Or if, just one person, one company doing if it. If it contains grain, grain extracts, 
or corn syrup or consumed grains to become food. It is not certified organic. Purchasing any brand is supporting a Monsanto food company. Okay. Uh, Worse still, it says, the complicit major multinational and national food companies have been snatching up organic brands. This is a very important point. So all of the organic brands that you're seeing pop up in places like Walmart or Whole Foods, these companies have also been purchased by Monsanto. Not all of them, but a lot of them have because Monsanto is seeing that their customer base is moving towards organic products. They don't want to buy from ConAgra, Monsanto, Bayer anymore, right? So they're buying organic labels. Now a lot of those organic labels are are owned by a Monsanto corporation, right? So it's like there is no escape. You can't get away from it no matter what you do. They're saying here on this thing, the only way to truly avoid supporting this scenario is to grow your own food. Buy from only from small local producers. If it's not a a publicly held food company, you don't want to buy it. If it is a publicly held food company, you don't want to buy it. If it's a publicly, yeah, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. I said it backwards. So basically, not only that, but after further research going into all this, and I'm like, okay, so basically, Monsanto is a monopoly, okay? And they've bought up everything that there is to buy up. Then I thought, well, why doesn't the government do something about this? Like, why don't we have some sort of legislation in place to keep giant corporations from crushing farmers, right? Because, like, isn't that how our nation's going to, like, stay alive and good and, like, feed people good, healthy, natural foods, right? As if it's the small farmer. So there's just, um, I forgot where I was. There, um, the relation, oh, why doesn't the government step in? So then I came across this other article, and some of these articles, y'all, not trying to creep you out or anything, but when I Googled trying to see which corporations were related to other corporations, Google would not give me those results. So I had to go use DuckDuckGo to get these results. So just so you know, Google is also filtering Hang information about these I companies. Got, got, can we test that real quick? Sure. That's still the case. Sure. So what, what were you Googling? I was Googling um, what products are made by Monsanto. And very few, are... very few results. Right. Try to click on this right here from vocal media. Yeah. The site's down now. So a lot of the sites are down. So if you go to try to, to read a lot of the stuff, some of it is also from very um, crazy websites. So I tried not to pull anything that was from like either a political website or I'll try to look at only just like um, whistleblower websites only and things like that. Which is hard to do when you're looking at a controversial subject because there's you got to filter out what sounds suspiciously one-sided or not, and it's hard. Right. So when when I was thinking about, like, okay, so what is the – so we know what the relationship is between miracle Grow and Monsanto. They're they're basically partnered up because miracle Grow had shares available. Monsanto bought them – bought those shares, and now they're they're in cahoots with one another. Okay. So when I was Googling Monsanto and the government – uh, to see what kind of relationship Monsanto had with the government, knowing that it probably had some sort of relationship with the government just because of its size alone. It's a billion-dollar 
corporation, why wouldn't it have something to do with the government? So I found this article from Happily Unprocessed, GMO Education, and it says, Monsanto above the federal government. It says, ever hear of the Agriculture Appropriations Bill of 2013, otherwise known as the Monsanto Protection Act? Well, you're not alone. President Obama signed a bill last week, House Resolution 933, protecting biotech giant Monsanto once again. For those of you unfamiliar with the name Monsanto, they are a biotech company that makes genetically modified foods for human consumption. These frankenfoods have been the source of major controversy as previously discovered pathogens in Monsanto's Roundup. Corn and soy are suspected of causing infertility in livestock and impacting the health of plants, as well as being suspected of contributing to major disease and illness. Okay, The bill basically gives Monsanto complete immunity from the federal courts. Okay, In essence, Monsanto vis-a-vis the federal government, is above the federal government, okay? So they gave them So basically pass. what happened was the federal government said, Monsanto, no one can take you to court anymore. Farmers can't take you to court. Businesses can't take you to court. Nobody can take you to court anymore, okay? That's what our federal government did. And it's not really political anymore when you start to think about it, right? Because really what's happening is everybody in the government, so... If you're playing party politics right now, that was that would be for you who are listening. That would have been the Republicans and the Democrats. Yeah, because Republicans did that. controlled Congress and Obama was president, so they all agreed on it. Good point. So this is just a further illustration that the people who say that they're out for your best interest, the people who purportedly are going to Washington to do your bidding or give a shit about your personal problems or what's going on with you. That's the bill they passed in 2013. So they don't care. I mean, really, it's versus it's the haves versus the have-nots, okay? Yeah, it's the big corporate elites, the big <laughs> political elites. They're all kind of in bed together, regardless of political yeah. party. And I wish it ended there, guys. I really did. Um, it, it, gets, it gets so much worse because Monsanto is, is now up to things like, okay— so, y'all are familiar with the name Bill Gates, right? <laughs> Who isn't? Um, Didn't he start DOS? Yeah. So, he just bought an incredible amount of Monsanto shares. Okay. Well, which, hang, hang on. <laughs> Is he buying Monsanto shares or Bayer? It's not call, Mon- I'm calling it Monsanto. Where actually, it's actually Bayer stock. But it's, it's the corporate but no, company. But no, but it's but it's a parent company, but it is it's all in, they right. all do okay, the I'm same just shit. Making that clarification that so there is no of, Monsanto anymore. So it's instead all, of just crushing farmers, they also make aspirin. Right. Got it? Right. Okay. So the farmers get a headache and stressed out, they have an aspirin to take. Got it. You see? So we think, oh, well, Bill Gates is a good guy, right? He seems pretty legit. He seems pretty smart. Most billionaires, we kind of give them the uh the benefit of the doubt with yeah. the intelligence he level type of things. He throws a lot of money to charity. Guy, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, did you also know that Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland in the United States? I'm not sure if that has anything to do with his giant purchase of Monsanto shares that he just made, but it doesn't sound friendly, okay? It doesn't sound like a friendly farmland takeover by Bill Gates who just bought giant amounts of stock in Monsanto, who already is above the government, who already owns your ass, who doesn't care about you, right? So 
it's really just, here's what's really going on. Bill Gates, the people who run Monsanto, a couple of guys from Germany, I'm guessing, um, the people at Bayer, they're all just in a room smoking big cigars, and they're thinking about how many ways they could sterilize us, (laughs) keep us home, keep us on social media, and keep us going to Walmart. Because I'll tell you one thing, during this entire pandemic that's happened, genuinely thinking about any of these people in government on both sides, on both sides, giving a shit about any one of us is a joke, okay? A complete and total joke. All this time that our small businesses have been closed, Walmart's been open. Sam's Club has been open. The billionaires are killing it. And when I say killing it, (laughs) I mean killing it. What's the difference between Amazon's workers all being in a a warehouse somewhere and packing stuff versus, you know, Auntie Bob and uh, Joe, you know, Auntie Jolene and Uncle Bob over here making burgers? There's no difference. It's, if, you know, people are like, oh, well, people are really easy to believe conspiracy theories and shit like that. Well, my response to that would be, are you, are your eyes even open do you even know what's going on? Do you even know how far down the toilet bowl we actually are? I am on the end of the skid mark. The turd has already come and gone. I hit the top of the skid mark. I'm all the way at the bottom of the skid mark. I basically should get a, Mont- a Monsanto tattoo. You know what I'm saying? And just get Bill Gates on my ass cheek because he already owns our asses, okay? They already own us. They own our farmland. Oh, and by the way, Bayer is huge in China, and I'm not talking mm-hmm. a little bit. I'm talking a lot big in China. Now, I don't have a problem with China or anything like that besides the fact that it's a communist dictatorship and the fact that the huge corporation that owns Monsanto and is bigger than the government and Bill Gates is involved with is also deeply rooted in China. So basically what I'm really trying to tell you at the end of this conversation is learn Chinese. Mandarin. <laughs> and Mandarin. Buy miracle Grow, Okay. And Bill Gates for president. This has been Rachel's Reflections. Thank you. There you go. You're welcome. Now, if everybody hates me now, let it's okay. Let the comments begin. It's okay. It's okay. Let, it's me, okay. let me add my little two cents to this. Because okay. anytime you get into a situation and you start looking at the ethics of the company or the products or how, you know, you're going to fall on one side or the other. And sometimes you get... By the way, I think that's a good button. Your reflections are. I think that's a good thing to do. I do too. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. Is everybody? Yeah. Every what's important to you may not be important to me, and I may not give a crap about it. Right. You know, and the same thing goes for everybody. So everybody has to understand that because you are passionate about that issue, and because you it it just kills you that they were killing the the birds or whatever the issue is in this particular thing. Just bear in mind that other people may not be so passionate about it and you can and also if you start looking at all these companies that you deal with if we if we just if you just go do an assessment of your house it'd be appalling have, do, yeah there's it'd gonna be, be things that almost every one of these big companies do that if, if if i asked you directly you'd say well i don't support that at all that's terrible to a certain degree it's like do you want to be plugged into the matrix like right. do you just want to be blissfully ignorant and just use your products right or do you want to unplug completely and be aware of everything? The, my only problem is, is with people who want to stay plugged in and then tell me what products I need to use and not to use. That's right. my problem. Because right. if you're not going to unplug your ass all the way from the matrix and pour the, pull that long-ass cord all the way out, yeah. then we can't have a conversation because in reality, 
everything in my kitchen damn near has got something about yeah. ConAgra on it or something, which makes you me know. disgusted, by the way. Am I happy that I'm using Monsanto products? Hell to the no. Do I want to support a company who's basically taking over the world and is going to sterilize me at some point and put me in a concentration camp most likely? No, of course I don't. What are my options? Growing my own food. Right. We're looking for land. You can do instantly. You know, you can't we're looking for a, land. You can't flip a switch and say, I'm off the grid yeah. and I'm 100%. But you can start making small steps toward making those changes. Right. But what I was going to say is, you know, some people that are passionate about the miracle grow because of Monsanto that are just absolutely, everybody's got to agree with me. Are you wearing a Nike outfit? Are you you're using an iPhone like I do? They're made in China with slave By labor. Slave labor. By slave labor. So if you've got you, an I mean, iPhone, you know what I'm saying. So you got to pick. You got to understand that there's a lot of that out there, and you can't get so hung up on yours and 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 just berate other people because they don't agree with you. Because you probably Which, got some other stuff that they could do the same thing to you. So we got to uh, everybody just lower the temperature fair. a little bit. To be fair, there wasn't a lot of fighting going on in the community post, which I really appreciate. There were right. some snarky comments, and I haven't checked in in a while. Uh, so there may be some fighting at this point. But since the last time I checked, there was no fighting. It was just people, you know, putting their comments out there. And I'm, and I don't really care. If we go on, if we go forward from here and everyone wants to label me as, you know, the, the nihilist who uses Miracle Grow, that's fine. But I have to guard myself to a certain extent against hypocrisy. You know what I mean? Because hypocrisy is disgusting, and we all do it every single day. We are hypocrites in some form or shape in our lives. My my message to you, to my younger viewers, to those ladies out there listening, those younger ladies listening, if you really want to make a difference in this world, number one, try not to take offense, okay? Taking offense will ruin your damn life, Okay. And it ruins your message, too. Everything ain't about you. Everything's not about how you feel about something. You don't have to react to every single thing that comes along. Do not take offense. When you feel yourself getting offended by something, take a deep breath and keep moving. Sometimes your light shines so bright that it that it aggravates the darkness in someone else. Does that make sense? Like Sometimes you're just so content and happy that other people can't control that. Number two is stay in your lane, okay? Number one, don't be offended. Number two, stay in your lane, okay? Meaning? It's, if you're not educated about a subject, shut up, which is a message to myself, right? But you guys wanted to hear we all, all do that. You though. guys wanted to hear this Monsanto okay. shit. You wanted it. We you asked all, for it, okay? We all spout, out, spout off about things that we are not fully educated on. We may have Maybe, read a couple of articles, look, but we all do that. And that's okay to do at home. Should you do it in a public forum? When you haven't, you know, been educated on something, probably not. You know, I think it's just a really big case of the younger generation feeling like just because they have a sensation, they have opinion, they have an emotion, that it's, that it's you know, it's everything right there in that moment. When you have to sometimes take a step back and realize, I may not know everything about this subject. The people here, although they look lame, stupid, and old, they may know more than me about this subject. So maybe I should just shut up for a minute and listen until I can form my own opinion, right? Number three, here's my third tip. Do not get your moral value or your moral compass from social media. Don't get your moral compass from memes, okay? If, if something that's going on in society 
can be simply, you think, can be broken down so simply into a meme that it should convince everyone else. And, and you're wrong, okay? Nothing in society is black and white. God, I wish it was, okay? If, if it was black and white, things would be so much easier to solve. Everything has a gray area, you know? So, young ladies, I'm talking to you. A little more mouth closed and a little more mouth, well, eyes open, right? When, when I used to start a job back in the day, my mom used to tell me this all the time, and I, every time I stopped following this rule, I would kick myself so hard. She would say, Rachel, just keep your mouth shut and keep your eyes and ears open, and you'll be fine. Yep. And I always would screw that up because I'd open my big, fracking, stupid mouth, and I'd ruin the whole thing, right? So that's a good life lesson for you. Yep. A little more mouth Talk shut. Talk less, listen more. A little bit more listening. You know what I mean? And that doesn't mean listen to every uh, guru that comes along that thinks he knows something about something. Try listening to seriously people who've been through it. And just because someone's got a college education on something doesn't mean that it's valid or that it should be listened to. I'm going to tell you that right now. And you've all got, we all have a moral compass inside of us that leads us every single day that helps us make all of our choices. And if something makes you feel, even for a second, like you're, like you're compromising your moral compass for something, don't do it. If it's a request or something that someone asks you, or if you're about to type something and push enter and you know you shouldn't, just don't do it. It's the opposite of Nike child enslavement. It's just don't freaking do it. Yeah. Okay? You know? Just do it. Just, just don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. Just don't do it. Just shut up for a minute, you know? Yeah. I saw a really cool thing that um, you can't hold, you can't live your whole life by looking for offenses to take about companies and stuff because if you do, that's all that will consume all your time because you don't have enough time to find all the bad things and the hypocrisy and the morally, morally unethical companies that are doing stuff. You, that would be your entire existence. Yeah. So bear in mind that people that don't necessarily agree with you or are not following your prescription, yeah. uh, maybe they're just living their life and maybe they've got a couple of things that are really high on their radar that they don't do because it really bothers them, but you can't really afford to have, you know, 500 things on your radar because that's all you're going to do. So Yeah, like me mind. and Casey could try to give um, a class on how to be in a good relationship. And how to be respectful of one another, right? We could we could host a Skillshare class on that, right? <laughs> with what limited experience we do have with one another, one with one another. But I feel we both feel like the better way to go about that is to show people what a good, respectful relationship looks like. Let your actions and the things that you do speak right. for you. Exactly. You. People talk so much these days. Your words days. are kind of cheap, really. Everybody talks too much these days. So words are so cheap. Like anybody could say anything. Everybody acts like an expert in anything. What isn't out there these days is a lot of showing. I don't see a lot of talent out there these days. I don't see a lot of people really changing people's minds, really genuinely helping people instead of making their whole life a grandstand on how to make others feel bad about their behavior, you know? real change, real difference, real effect, you know, because if all you're doing is talking out into the ether and you're standing on your Instagram account and you're just like, well, this is how I feel about this and this is how I feel about this. Yeah, you got every right to do it, but you're putting off everybody that's looking at it because not everybody's going to feel the same way about you. And what kind of a fracking bubble has everybody been living in politically on both sides 
to think that Monsanto wants this, okay? Do you understand that? If you guys don't like buying into a Monsanto product, the Monsanto product of today is brand new, shiny. It looks like social media, and it looks like everybody hating each other. That's Monsanto's new product. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you're enjoying your new product. And if you're holding hate out there in your heart for someone who doesn't hold the same values as you, welcome to the Monsanto team because you're on board, baby. They want you. They want to recruit you. They want you to hate your neighbor. They want you to hate the person down the street. They want you to hate the person down in the country. They want you to hate the person up in the country. And that's all so they can get you to look the other way while they're raping you. You understand? So... All this garbage on the internet that I have to look at when I get on the internet, which is why I'm about to trade my phone in for a brick phone. Casey can't stop me. I'm a grown-ass woman, okay? But the only reason, or the only thing that I see on there, if I'm not in my own damn personal Facebook group, is garbage. Total garbage. And if it's not someone talking shit about someone else, it's someone telling someone else why they should talk shit to other people. It's hate, it's evil, it's ugly, and it's gross. And for people to just be like, I don't use Monsanto because it's a bad company and they killed a bunch of birds. Bitch, what is happening? You know what I mean? Like, are you so plugged into the freaking Matrix? I can't, I can't even, look, we all got to come out of it together, okay? We all suck. We're all shitty human beings. We all have terrible tendencies, okay? None of us are good, Okay. Even celebrities out there that you think are good, they're not good. And they struggle just like we do with knowing who we are, spirituality, knowing what we're supposed to be doing on this planet. You know what I mean? Every single one of us is struggling, no matter how shiny and brilliant everything that they show you on TV or on their Instagram page or everything else is. We all suck. We're all sucky, suck-ass human beings, and none of us even deserve. We're sucky, suck-asses who suck. Suck. Suck so much. Suck so much. We don't even deserve to be breathing. We don't even really deserve to live. It's almost like that psychological question. Are we even worth saving? Are we? We're awful. We are awful. No wonder No wonder Monsanto's taken over everything. No wonder Bayer bought Monsanto. No wonder uh, China basically owns everything now. No wonder all this shit is happening. You want to know why? Because we suck so bad. We can't stop pointing the finger at each other long enough to know that our mommies and daddies are uh, selling us off into slave labor. Okay, so um, I guess that's all I have to say today. I'm going to keep talking shit if someone doesn't take this microphone away from me. Yeah, I'm going to just hit your mute button, and we're going to call it good. No, I didn't hit the mute button. (laughs) All right, that's all we got today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I hope you're still subscribed. If you uh, you uh, unsubscribe, please please resubscribe. Don't be a dick. Come on. And and just just give us your your opinions and stuff in the comment section respectfully. Please do. You know, like we talked about, that everyone may not agree with it. Uh, If you want to link to some other articles for future reading and discussions, we may have a follow-up on this. Yeah, if I was wrong Uh, about something, please do correct me in a respectful way. Leave a link. Leave an article. You can't just say I'm wrong. Don't be a jerk. Leave an article so I can check it out. Yep. Um, I'm not set in stone on anything. All I do know is that all we have is each other and these damn plants. So you better get with it. Right. We love you guys. Peace out. Later, taters. Bye. See you guys. in my
Watching with too much heat. She got my flapjack slipping. No matter what I do, she wanna scramble it. 3am and my pot's still stirring. For all I know, she won't simmer till the morning. Going round and round till she gets away. Take my photo, you steal my 